Hey peeps, Roxy Lady here. You know, I really have been feeling a little different these last couple of days because I, you know, you, when you're someone like me who's seen a lot of death and experienced it and then really doing your best to just make it through over the years for yourself, but then being around some of you care about that's struggling with something very similar. It's a little more daunting sometimes, but I, I think death is scary for a lot of people. Me specifically, I mean, there were years I was afraid of things like that. Not to say I want to be overly excited by jumping out of an airplane. That's not my jam. I don't want to do that. But I think all of us have this, this thing off in the distance where we wonder how it would happen or how we could deal with something that maybe is making us really sick that could possibly kill us. But then sometimes it gets really real really fast and it's something that we have to deal with in life. Now MS, as I experienced, it's a bit of a slow burn. It's not as abrupt. It takes a little bit out of time. So it's a bit of a pain in the ass of a disease because you get through it and then it uh, hits you again and it hits you different and hits you stronger. And it'll take you in the long run, possibly, unless something else does. And that's life, right? But I've spoken to a few people, and I've noticed it's happened to me and myself, uh, my, my own personal existence, where when you are somebody who spends a little extra time at home because you don't have the abilities that other people do, and you also have some limitations, sometimes people have issues with their their... The, their nether regions, meaning, you know, their, their bowels or their, or their urination or, or, or maybe they just don't have a support system that'll help them get where they need to go. It's really easy to become a shut in. It's, I've been fortunate. I've got an obnoxious amount of people who care enough about me to grab me. I never drove, which is the funny thing. I, I never even entertain the idea. I think I was afraid of it from the beginning. And it's just so funny because I think if I could see now the way that I wanted to to be able to drive, I would love to try. But uh, you guys are very lucky that I'm not on the road. It's some scary stuff. I imagine it would be anyway. So I've often said that failure to thrive is what kills us. And the beginning of the conversation you have with yourself is, is it something I can manage being at home and not seeing anybody? Is it worth it? Is it, is whatever? I, I'm so lost. I'm so depressed because I don't see anyone. And then there are times where you're like, you know what? I don't want to. It's too stressful. The embarrassment's heavy. The world is crazy. I'm speaking of somebody I spoke to recently that said that she's like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it for me to try to go out in the world because it's a job to just exist and hoping to have somebody that's a little more sensitive to your needs. It's a it's a blessing when it happens, but it's a gamble too. Because it only lasts so long depending on certain relationships or certain life things and you can't count on any of it. And you almost have to look at things at face value or end game conversations because we don't know how disease is going to go. So I was speaking to a friend of mine 
a few days ago and she legitimately said, you know, I can't do the things that I need to do to feel comfortable to be out in the world and doing things with people that are, you know, everybody's pretty sensitive in her bubble within reason, but at the same time, your heart breaks every time something stupid happens, something embarrassing happens. I mean, you build up, I build up a really good tolerance. I'm an extraordinary faller, I've mentioned. I fall gracefully sometimes. At least I try to. I get the hand on the forehead like a like a Georgia peach that's just cut the vapors. I, I can't even. But um, I told this friend, I said, don't you dare stop going out. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be stupid sometimes. It's going to feel like nobody gives a crap. It's going to feel like the world is... The world's too big and shitty. Because it can be. But we have to be our own advocates in these things. We have to stand up. and You know, and people will see us, see us the way that we see ourselves. And it's all about visualizing the things that you can do versus the things that you can't. And it's easier said than done. I've battled with it over the years. Off and on, I, I've often said that I, I, I really struggled with the transition. Everybody does. But I used to help people kind of in the dis- disabled universe. So it kind of messed with my, my pride and how it made me feel about myself as a human being and how I see things. But it starts at home, guys. If you can create a ritual every day that makes you feel good, even if it's something somebody might just take for granted, but it's something you have and you can do for yourself, or maybe it's something you can't exactly do for yourself, but you have somebody who is enlisted for the support in these things. For example, I'm blessed I have pretty good dexterity considering I'm a little shaky I got the Watusis the dance from the 50s I think it's from the 50s or 60s google it uh, I think I might be wrong I might be right I don't know and my hands move really silly especially when really trying to do something I want to do or I'm scared to do I'm nervous to do my hands get a little more shaky which is a little embarrassing sometimes when I'm trying to open something what the worst thing is is when somebody reaches down and grabs it and does it for me because they can't bear to see it hey try living it you know, that's wild. So anyways, so I tell my friend, don't you dare shut yourself in. It's not because, not because I don't think that she can handle what happens in the end game. She has a good relationship with God. She, she knows where she wants to go and God will take her in her time. But life is precious and it's a gift. Everything matters Every day matters, even though it hurts and it burns and it makes you hurt your feelings. I mean, I can't tell you. Just the other day, I was I was so cute. I was in this little dress. I was ready to go to a graduation for my nephew, who got a little upset about finding out that I was uninvited, um, not by him, uh, by my sister, because she had some people that she felt that were greater support systems, which I find uh, ridiculous. But no, I can't get up and go and do anything for anybody the way that somebody else can. I can't be what you need or what he needs right now. I can look at what I was and what I did and celebrate that. And my sweet, sweet nephew, he invited me to the dinner. 
that's where I realized who kind of replaced my spot, me and the ex, who we spent a lot of time caring for him. And I'm not holding this on him. I know who the problem was. But that doesn't matter. What happens right there is you realize how people really treat you like an inconvenience. Just even the essence of you in a space where it might be a little less accessible, where it might be a little bit harder. My boyfriend's great. He doesn't he doesn't ever hesitate on those things. He's he's kind of uniquely qualified for different reasons, which I went through. I talked about in some of the past podcasts, but I'm blessed that way. But also, going back to my friend, I let her know. I said, you are the power in your movement, in your life. You're the tempo maker. You're the one who gets to decide what you do and what you don't do. Granted, you don't do it as fast. You don't do it with such a... Some people just move and get everything done and take care of business, and it is nonstop. And maybe she used to be. I think she was probably a very strong-willed woman. It had things her way all the time because she knew how, because she took care of herself because nobody else was. So she knows how to do this. This is what I told her. I said, you know how to do this. You know how to be as strong as you need to be to get this thing going and get it done. And if you, if it's a, a conversation you're having with God, like what the heck, or how do I do this? Or, you know, how do I interact with my, because she has a boyfriend, which is beautiful. And he cares greatly about her. Um, we have a conversation with our creator. And I said, he wants you to live every day like it's brand new. You need to celebrate every minute of every day, if we, even if it's embarrassing and disheartening. Um, when my sister go to, I brought this up before, but I fell off the, uh, I got on this rabbit trail, so I digress kind of thing. And it's wild because I was waiting inside of the house my cute little dress to go to the graduation uh, dinner thing because I didn't make it to the graduation for reasons I already spoke about. I fell out of my chair. So I was on the floor in my dress. It was kind of a white dress, so I'm sure I put a little smutch on it. Uh, But I could have sat there and cried. But thank goodness I had the ability to pull myself up out off the floor and back into the chair. And like I said, I use a chair or a walker depending on where I'm going to be or how long the travel is going to be. Because if you get exhausted, you feel useless. So what if what I'm saying, guys, every day is an opportunity to rebuild your conversation with yourself and with God. An attitude of gratitude for the air in your lungs, the ability to do the things that you can do, it's not easy. It's not easy. But push forward with love for yourself, love for God, love for, or whatever things that you love or cherish. Some people have different relationships with their creator or no creator at all. And that's not my job to figure that out. But find what made you tick in a way and make a ritual every day that makes you feel like a human being. Like for me, I know that I spend time taking care of my face to like putting lotion on certain ones and making sure I'm keeping that going. I'm like a money maker. What do you do? But no, these little rituals in the morning are pretty important. Even if, okay, maybe you can't make the bed the way that you used to do a pillow, do it. You know, body is full of limitations no matter what, but it's our job to find the things that keep us moving, keep us cooking. 
And MS is hard. It takes a little bit of time and it's our job to put back as much as we can every day. And use love. Love is the important thing. Love for yourself. Love for your God. Love for your family. Love for whoever is in your bubble or if nobody is in your bubble. Love for the opportunity to meet new people. It's hard, but it's doable. I challenge you. If you're having issues like this, homebound stuff, make sure you have a ritual every day. Maybe it's a conversation with God. Maybe it's a conversation with yourself and a certain physical thing that you are doing for yourself that you can within your means. Celebrate you every day in this way. You are good enough to be celebrated this way every day, ritually, and pray while you do it, or maybe not. Um, have a conversation with yourself every day, whatever you need to do. Everybody's built differently and have just as different needs. So I encourage everyone to make sure they have a little ritual every day that's just for them, and it's something they can do even if nobody even knows about it. Nobody needs to know about it. It's for you. So you show up on time every day to do this thing. This one thing, this two thing, this couple of things that you can do with your body, with your mind, with your heart, with purpose and, and with as much strength that you can offer. Giving up is not an option. Pushing forward is the only option, even if we're exhausted. Okay, guys. I am going to close up this bit of a rabbit trail. I digress monster situation and I look forward to checking in with you guys later with something else, some little level of encouragement. I love everybody. I want people to do well. Not everybody. Some people are crusty. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so anyways, I am going to check out now, and I look forward to the next rabbit trail. Thank you, guys. Hey, peeps. Roxy Lady here. You know, I really have been feeling a little different these last couple of days because I, you know, you, when you're someone like me who's seen a lot of death and experienced it and then really doing your best to just make it through over the years for yourself, but then being around somebody you care about that's struggling with something very similar, it's a little more daunting sometimes. But I, I think death is scary for a lot of people. Me specifically, I mean, there were years I was afraid of things like that. Not to say I wouldn't be overly excited by jumping out of an airplane. That's not my jam. I don't want to do that. But I think all of us have this, this thing off in the distance where we wonder how it would happen or how we could deal with something that maybe is making us really sick that could possibly kill us. But then sometimes it gets really real really fast and it's something that we have to deal with in life. Now, MS, as I experienced, it's a bit of a slow burn. It's not as abrupt. It takes a little bit out of time. So it's a bit of a pain in the ass of a disease because you get through it and then it uh, hits you again and it hits you different and it hits you stronger. And it'll take you in the long run, possibly, unless something else does. And that's life, right? But I've spoken to a few people and I've noticed it's happened to me and myself uh, my, my own personal existence where when you are somebody who spends a little extra time at home because you don't have the abilities that other people do and you also have some limitations sometimes people have issues with their their 
the their nether regions, meaning you know their their bowels or their or their urination or 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 maybe they just don't have a support system that'll help them get where they need to go. It's really easy to become a shut in. It's I've been fortunate. I've got an obnoxious amount of people who care enough about me to grab me. I never drove, which is the funny thing. I, I never even entertained the idea. I think I was afraid of it from the beginning. And it's just so funny because I think if I could see now the way that I wanted to, to be able to drive, I would love to try. But uh, you guys are very lucky that I'm not on the road. It's some scary stuff. I imagine it would be anyway. So I've often said that failure to thrive is what kills us. And the beginning of the conversation you have with yourself is, is it something I can manage? Being at home and not seeing anybody, is it worth it? Is it is whatever? I, I'm so lost. I'm so depressed because I don't see anyone. And then there are times where you're like, you know what? I don't want to. It's too stressful. The embarrassment's heavy. The world is crazy. I'm speaking of somebody I spoke to recently that said that she's like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it for me to try to go out in the world because it's a job to just exist and hoping to have somebody that's a little more sensitive to your needs. It's a it's a blessing when it happens, but it's a gamble too. Because it only lasts so long depending on certain relationships or certain life things and you can't count on any of it. And you almost have to look at things at face value or end game conversations because we don't know how disease is going to go. So I was speaking to a friend of mine a few days ago and she legitimately said, you know, I can't do the things that I need to do to feel comfortable to be out in the world and doing things with people that are, you know, everybody's pretty sensitive in her bubble within reason, but at the same time, your heart breaks every time something stupid happens, something embarrassing happens. I mean, you build up, I build up a really good tolerance. I'm an extraordinary faller, I've mentioned. I fall gracefully sometimes. At least I try to. I get the hand on the forehead like a, like a Georgia peach that's just, cut the vapors, I, I can't even. But, um... I told this friend, I said, don't you dare stop going out. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be stupid sometimes. It's going to feel like nobody gives a crap. It's going to feel like the world is, the world's too big and shitty. Because it can be. But we have to be our own advocates in these things. We have to stand up. and You know, and people will see us, see us the way that we see ourselves. And it's all about visualizing the things that you can do versus the things that you can't. And it's easier said than done. I've battled with it over the years. Off and on, I, I've often said that I, I, I really struggled with the transition. Everybody does. But I used to help people kind of in the dis- disabled universe. So it kind of messed with my, my pride and how it made me feel about myself as a human being and how I see things. But it starts at home, guys. If you can create a ritual every day that makes you feel good, even if it's something 
somebody might just take for granted, but it's something you have and you can do for yourself. Or maybe it's something you can't exactly do for yourself, but you have somebody who is enlisted for the support in these things. For example, I'm blessed. I have pretty good dexterity considering I'm a little shaky. I got the Watusis, the dance from the 50s. I think it's from the 50s or 60s. Google it. Uh, I think I might be wrong. I might be right. I don't know. And my hands move really silly, especially when really trying to do something I want to do or I'm scared to do. I'm nervous to do my hands get a little more shaky, which is a little embarrassing sometimes when I'm trying to open something. But the worst thing is, is when somebody reaches down and grabs it and does it for me because they can't bear to see it. Hey, try living it. You know, that's wild. So anyways, so I tell my friend, don't you dare shut yourself in. It's not because, not because I don't think that she can handle what happens in the end game. She has a good relationship with God. She, she knows where she wants to go. And God will take her in her time. But life is precious. And it's a gift. Everything matters. Every day matters. Even though it hurts and it burns and it makes you hurt your feelings. I mean, I can't tell you. Just the other day, I was I was so cute. I was in this little dress. I was ready to go to a graduation for my nephew who got a little upset about finding out that I was uninvited. Um, not by him, uh, by my sister, because she had some people that she felt that were greater support systems, which I find uh, ridiculous. But no, I can't get up and go and do anything for anybody the way that somebody else can. I can't be what you need or what he needs right now. I can look at what I was and what I did and celebrate that. And my sweet, sweet nephew, he invited me to the dinner. It's where I realized who kind of replaced my spot. Me and the ex, who we spent a lot of time caring for him. And I'm not holding this on him. I know who the problem was. But that doesn't matter. What happens right there is you realize how people really treat you like an inconvenience. Just even the, the essence of you in a space where it might be a little less accessible, where it might be a little bit harder. My boyfriend's great. He doesn't He doesn't ever hesitate on those things. He's... He's kind of uniquely qualified for different reasons, which I went through. I talked about in some of the past podcasts, but I'm blessed that way. But also, going back to my friend, I let her know. I said, you are the power in your movement, your life. You're the tempo maker. You're the one who gets to decide what you do and what you don't do. Grant, you don't do it as fast. You don't do it with such a... Some people just move and get everything done and take care of business, and it is nonstop. And maybe she used to be. I think she was probably a very strong-willed woman who had things her way all the time because she knew how, because she took care of herself, because nobody else was. So she knows how to do this. This is what I told her. I said, you know how to do this. You know how to be as strong as you need to be to get this thing going and get it done. And if you, if it's a, a conversation you're having with God, like, what the heck? Or how do I do this? Or, you know, how do I interact with my, because she has a boyfriend, which is beautiful. And he cares greatly about her. Um, we have a conversation with our creator. And I said, he wants you to live every day like it's brand new. 
You need to celebrate every minute of every day, even if it's embarrassing and disheartening. Um, when my sister go to, I brought this up before, but I fell off the, uh, I gone this rabbit trail, so I digress kind of thing. And it's wild because I was waiting inside of the house in my cute little dress to go to the graduation uh, dinner thing because I didn't make it to the graduation for reasons I already spoke about. I fell out of my chair. So I was on the floor in my dress. It was kind of a white dress, so I'm sure I put a little smutch on it. Uh, but I could have sat there and cried, but thank goodness I had the ability to pull myself up out off the floor and back into the chair. And like I said, I use a chair or a walker depending on where I'm going to be or how long the travel is going to be, because if you get exhausted, you feel useless. So what if, what I'm saying, guys, every day is an opportunity to rebuild your conversation with yourself and with God. An attitude of gratitude for the air in your lungs. The ability to do the things that you can do. It's not easy. It's not easy. But push forward with love for yourself. Love for God. Love for... Or whatever things that you love or cherish. Some people have different relationships with their creator. Or no creator at all. And that's not my job to figure that out. But find what made you tick in a way and make a ritual every day that makes you feel like a human being. Like for me, I know that I spend time taking care of my face to like putting lotion on certain ones and making sure I'm keeping that going. I'm like a money maker. What do you do? But no, these little rituals in the morning are pretty important. Even if, okay, maybe you can't make the bed the way that you used to. Do a pillow. Do it, you know, body is full of limitations no matter what but it's our job to find the things that keep us moving keep us cooking and ms is hard it takes a little bit of time and it's our job to put back as much as we can every day and use love love is the important thing love for yourself love for your god love for your family love for whoever is in your bubble or if nobody is in your bubble love for the opportunity to meet new people it's hard, but it's doable. I challenge you, if you're having issues like this, homebound stuff, make sure you have a ritual every day. Maybe it's a conversation with God. Maybe it's a conversation with yourself and a certain physical thing that you are doing for yourself that you can within your means. Celebrate you every day in this way. You are good enough to be celebrated this way every day, ritually, and pray while you do it, or maybe not. Um, have a conversation with yourself every day whatever you need to do everybody's built differently and have just as different needs so I encourage everyone to make sure they have a little ritual every day that's just for them and it's something they can do even if nobody even knows about it nobody needs to know about it it's for you so you show up on time every day to do this thing this one thing this two things this couple of things that you can do with your body with your mind, with your heart, with purpose and, and with as much strength that you can offer. Giving up is not an option. Pushing forward is the only option, even if we're exhausted. Okay, guys, I am going to close up this bit of a rabbit trail. I digress monster situation and I look forward to checking in with you guys later with something else, some little level of encouragement. I love everybody. I want people to do well. 
Not everybody. Some people are crusty. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so anyways, I am going to check out now. And I look forward to the next rabbit trail. Thank you, guys.